Hey everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor Certified Financial Planner, and we have a lot to get into, my friends, as Jerome Powell has made a pretty stunning admission after a prankster who recently uh, pranked people like Francois Holland, the former prime minister uh, or the president of France, as well as Christine Lagarde, the um, head of the European Central Bank. This prankster, a rushing radio show host, managed to get Jerome Powell to acknowledge that there will be future interest rate hikes, among many other things, including him joking about having a printing press in his basement. Very interesting stuff. And instead of just playing the clip for you, we'll take out the very uh, interesting points from this piece. And we're also going to go over what it means for the economy, these admissions, because this is going to have a profound effect, not just the admissions, but the actual action of doing what he says he's going to do. Um, of course, we see stuff like this from shtfplan.com that says things like banking crisis is not over yet. Moody's downgrades ratings of 11 banks. So we're seeing the banking crisis get perpetuated. We're seeing Jerome Powell make huge admissions. We're seeing Janet Yellen warning of an economic catastrophe, though it's more milquetoast than it appears by this title. And of course, all the while, we have this out of Gateway Pundit. The China-Russia threat to the dollar is real and could decimate Americans' finances. There's a lot to unpackage here today, but before we do, I urge people to check those links below. If you want to become a client of Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor, you could go to that bit.ly link in the description and fill it out. Fill out a little form to schedule a time and you get a free initial consultation, a free portfolio review with Tim. Very important if you want to protect yourself against a great reset and you are in the United States. Also, of course, one of the most important things you could possibly do today is go to heavensharvest.com and get long-term storable food that's non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of these products in the United States. It's, uh, we also have fully organic kits. Remember, teach a, give a man a fish and he feeds his family tonight. Teach a man to fish and he feeds his family for a lifetime. Get these seeds. Get this storable food. Save yourself from the Great Reset. One of the number one ways they're getting us is by destroying the food supply and making you dependent to FEMA rations later on. That's a big purpose for the carbon credit system that they're unveiling with the CBDC. So... Again, it's better to be overly prepared than underprepared. And experts say you need at least three months of storable food in a supply chain crisis. Anyways, let's get into this. So, Tim, we have a really interesting story today that I, I just mentioned briefly here. And I'm going to mention exactly what it says. It says Fed Chair Powell gets pranked by fake Zelensky, makes shocking admissions and it says here, Fed Chair Jerome Powell was pranked by two Russians pretending to be Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. The notorious pranksters, uh, Vladimir uh, Kuznetsov and Alexei Stolyarov, who go by Volvan and Lexis, got Jerome Powell to make a series of shocking admissions during the call. Powell joked about having a printing press in, his, in the basement and claimed the Fed will uh, hike rates two more times. <laughs> and that's just the beginning of it. it. says, then I quote, the market is already pricing in two more quarter percentage point rate hikes. We'll look around after we make those two and we'll say, should we do any more? And then the question will be, how long do we keep rates at this level? And I think we'll keep them there for quite some time. Jerome Powell said during the call, which reportedly uh, took place in January. As Zero Hedge notes, Powell didn't even speak this candidly during a recent congressional testimony. Powell also said a recession 
is likely, which goes against everything that they're saying publicly. A Fed spokesperson responded to Powell's conversation with the Russian pranksters. It says, and I quote, Chair Powell participated in a conversation in January with someone who misrepresented himself as the Ukrainian president. A Fed spokesperson said Thursday, it was a friendly conversation and took place in the context of our standing in support of the Ukrainian people in the challenging time. No sensitive or confidential information was discussed. Well, actually, that could be debated because what he did seems to have actually violated the time frame around which he is allowed to be speaking about what their future moves are going to be and actually completely could manipulate the uh, sentiment in the markets and the economy, both. And this happens as we're seeing 11 um, banks get downgraded by Moody's at the same time as we see this threat of this move into the new BRICS World Reserve currency system away from the dollar. It's quite clear at this point we are facing some form of crisis or another. But Tim, I wanted you to uh, your thoughts on what Jerome Powell said here and how this uh, can over, uh, overall affect the markets and the economy. I think one of the most stunning things that he admitted, and this actually wasn't probably, it's probably not what you're actually thinking. Uh, I'm saying starting so right now you're thinking, oh crap, we were going to go in one direction. But when you're reading that last yeah. line where he said, uh, what was it? it was something about uh, you know the market's already pricing in two rate hikes. Well, then why do we even have an FOMC? Why do we even have Jerome Powell if he, Jerome Powell is then looking at what the market is already pricing in? I mean, it, yeah. I think that is in actuality the most stunning emission, not the fact that he was talking during potentially a blackout period. Now, right now is a blackout period because the FOMC is meeting next week to obviously probably discuss interest rates and you know and I don't really take a lot of stock in exactly what they say because it yeah. was last May um, I think it was like May 2nd May 3rd when they had their uh, FOMC meeting and Jerome Powell said that they were not going to raise rates by 50 basis points at the next meeting and the next meeting they raised it by 50 basis points and so yeah. you know what he said to Zelensky uh, or you know fake Zelensky in in January I'm not really sure exactly how much bearing it has on what's going on today. I mean, a lot of it is just going to have, really just going to depend on what is going on with the stock market. And so uh, today happened to be a really good day for the stock market. Uh, you know, a lot of these AI-focused companies went up a ton. And so, you know, that is what the market is looking for. I mean, that is really what the uh, Federal Reserve is looking for. And so right. if they're going off the market, why do we have a Federal Reserve? I mean, I think hopefully our, our viewers know just how evil central banking is to begin with, how the evils of central bank money, the fact that our money has to be printed into existence that from bills, bonds, and treasury notes, which are you know, come through where the bondage slavery. And so we are living in this high tech slavery world where these, you know, Politburo people uh, like Jerome Powell get to make all these different decisions. And, you know, there's only, you know, you can make either a good decision or a bad decision. It seems like they only make bad decisions. These rates should have been raised over a decade ago. And so now we're at the point where we're having, uh, you know, inflation, which is still very high while GDP is cratering. And so it's, it's really one of the worst case scenarios, which is an inflationary recession. And that is ex exactly what people like myself and yourself were saying over a year ago. Yeah. And you know, at the same time, uh, you know, Mr. Jerome Powell over here is was saying oh, everything's transient, everything is good, and I could not stand this guy from the get go when Trump picked him. And it's it probably if you want to, you know, uh, you know, get out a swear jar and listen to the episode that I did the day uh, Trump picked Jerome Powell, you'll see that I'm pretty pretty vindicated. The guy, you know, comes from yeah. you know the San Francisco Fed, you know, was. A, uh, working underneath Janet Yellen, and you know, it's, it's sort of like the male version of Janet Yellen. And That's so, the first time I've ever heard of someone working underneath a woman as a man out of San Francisco. Sorry, I had to throw that in. 
No, that's a that, that is a pretty good one. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, so they do have these blackout periods now. I think Michael Birdie was referring to like right now is a blackout period. And since this came out initially, I thought it was coming out today. But but with you just reading that it came out from January, now they right. do have meetings. I believe there was a meeting in at the end of January. So I mean that could have violated well, it back then. Well, that's the thing because you know what's happening is that you know this prankster is going around and doing a bunch of these uh, things like he, like I mentioned Francois Hollande, who is a uh, uh, former president of France. Um, talking about how they uh, created a fake environment and propped up fake leaders in Ukraine in order to, um, you know, uh, get NATO into onto Russia's borders. They admitted that in that interview. And then the ECB one with Christine Lagarde, the head of the European Central Bank, admitted that CBDCs, uh, central bank digital currencies, are meant to control people. I'm sure there's more videos like this coming out from this prankster. But what it appears to have happened is that they recorded a whole bunch around a period of time because they knew that once they release these uh, interviews, that it's going to be obvious and no one's going to be doing interviews with fake Zelensky anymore. So, you know, uh, but what I find interesting is Zelensky's fake Zelensky. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He's an actor. I mean, look, but, look at all the things that he's like supposedly like. What is he doing interviewing Jerome Powell in the first place? Like, is he? An, I saw this job announcement stuff. He's an expert in monetary policy, uh, comedian, actor, war general. He's over at the Emmys, you know, playing the piano with his balls. I mean, look at all. Yeah. I mean, he really is a modern day Renaissance man. Definitely of, playing of, the piano with his dick would be really hard to do that with your balls. But you know, just, well, but my point is though, when we see all that, yeah, of course he's fake. He's an actor. Segwaying from that. Segwaying <laughs> from that. Uh, of course he's a fake. Uh, of course he's an actor, but all this is an act. All of this is a script. But I would say that going back to January, um, I, yeah, I, it's still going against the Fed policy. Is it not that you can't be talking about these things before you do the things, before you make any public statements in private? Saying something like that to another world leader is also considered to some to be a form of treason also. So, I mean, that there's a lot of things that come up here that are problematic. There's actually only a few things that call for uh, basically the death penalty in the Constitution, and one of them is uh, debasing the currency, counterfeiting, which is exactly what the Federal Reserve has been doing there in their entire existence. And then treason. Yeah, no. Yeah. So that <laughs> so, that is the treat. Now, they because what happens is people can trade based off what's going on. So if you yeah. know for certain that the rates are going up and no one knows, there's moves that you can make in the stock market and the, certainly in the bond market right. and uh, you know different interest rate swaps that you can do to make boatloads of money. And so people that get this information just like seconds ahead of time, and because a lot of times before this information is released, you do see you know certain insider trading. Obviously, things get leaked. A lot of the, the you know job numbers. I mean, even though they're fake anyways, they, there's all this algorithmic trade that is based off what's going on. So if you have the inside information of what's going on, there's a lot of money to be made, which is why they have these blackout periods where they're not allowed to give Fed policy statements if you're on the FOMC yeah. during these specific periods. And, and you know, I wouldn't doubt, uh, but you know, when you're Zelensky, you're, you're just in this different class of uh, human that's allowed to operate on a different level than everybody else. Uh, you're in this fantasy land where you know rules for thee, not for me. Well, so. he's a conduit for the new world order and a conduit for because they've been propping this up for a long time. Uh, there's evidence that Obama was heavily involved in getting um, Zelensky in power years before all this happened too, and a, a lot of his cronies. A lot of reports have come out on that recently. And that's but, when they really started going after Trump. Is when he started going after Zelensky, or trying to have Zelensky work to them get you know the people that were gonna you know. That's when I told that son of a bitch he had you know what a five hours to fire that guy and, and well as he's speaking behind accounts on former relations banner right. too so well uh tim remember there's a video that's hilarious of trump talking to zelensky in the oval office 
a few years ago. And in the in the in the discussion, Trump says to him, uh, yeah, we are working very hard to make sure that there will be no more struggles between Ukraine and Russia. And Zelensky, I think, is on my side when it comes to this, that we don't want any more. Um, any more problems with Russia? We're both going to be peaceful and go our separate ways. And the f- the face that Zelensky's making there, on top of the coke face that he usually makes, is like, yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen because they they know the script. They know the script, and I don't think Trump was let in on the script on that one. I, it's just that they use what he does in order to play into it. But I, I would I do want to bring this up, Tim, because in the face of all this, uh, of course, we have the banking crisis is not over yet moody's downgrades ratings of 11 banks i'm not going to go into the whole article or anything here but it's just interesting because we're seeing that contagion continue as we see powell talk about um raising interest rates at the same time as they're printing money and they're going out of that you know uh money gun and all the while we're seeing uh janet yellen demand uh an increase in the debt ceiling saying that will be economic catastrophe if there isn't and then we have this move into the new world reserve currency system of BRICS, which of course also plays into a lot of this russia china uh, Ukraine, U.S. Uh, empirical stuff. So I wanted to hear a bit of your thoughts on the effect of all of these interest rate hikes on top of, you know, the inflation on top of the move into a new world reserve currency system. This combination and this the downgrading of these banks, it seems like we are only just at the beginning of this collision course for the history books. What do you think? Well, I mean, over a decade ago, I was warning about interest rate risk, which is what happens when interest rates go up, the underlying values go go down. So if you have an entire debt-based economy where debt is the collateral to everything, and all of a sudden you wipe out the value of that collateral, well, then it's a house of cards where everything comes crumbling down. And I'm probably on video over 100 times the past 10 years talking about this stuff. The very first podcast I ever did was warning about this 10 minutes into it. So it's not like we're Johnny come lately to the story. And so what happens is, I mean, just to give the math in this, roughly, if you have a million dollar bond, rates go up 1%, it's a 10 year duration bond, the underlying value goes down by 10. That's math. That's just how it works. And so with them deliberately raising rates 500 basis points in a year or right around uh, 500 basis points in a year, there's math of, hey, guys, you're holding on to all the banks. You're holding on to trillions of dollars of, of mortgages, trillions of dollars of government bonds. The Federal Reserve holding on to trillions of dollars of government bonds. So when you raise the rates, you are wiping out that equity and you're actually making your equity worthless. Uh, and so this is not some sort of uh, you know crazy prognostication that I had all these years ago when I had a question that made it to Janet Yellen asking her what was going to happen when this day occurred. And I knew that they were not never going to raise rates proactively to actually stop what's going on. They're only going to wait till they're way behind the curve. All the horses are out of the barn. And then they started raising rates. And so we are nowhere out of the out of the woods, and then now there's different news like Apple is talking about having 4.9% savings accounts, and so you know with all these people having these Apple devices, and that being sort of like the hip cool thing to do, uh, you know I can see that getting very popular. And so why are you going to keep your money over at J.P. Morgan or Wells Fargo or Bank of America paying 0.1% when you can go over to Apple and get like 4.9% yeah. or you know whatever the prevailing rate is at the day? And so. With Apple coming to the party later, there's going to be more people that are going to do that. They're going to say, hey, you know, everything's integrated. Apple makes it easy. And I'm not making an endorsement of Apple. I'm just talking about, you know, what logistically is going to happen. Like, why are you going to keep your money 
getting 0.1 when you can get five. And at the end of the day, with five, you're still losing purchasing power because the real inflation rate is probably still well over 10%. I mean, they say it's like six or something like that. I mean, no one believes that, which is why I wrote a book called How It's Rigged and How They Rigged These Numbers. And so when Josh and I talk about this stuff, we were talking about it ahead of time. This was episode number one of my podcast was talking about interest rate risk in 2016, the week Trump got elected. So it's just very frustrating when all these people are like, oh, yeah, I think, you know, the storm has passed because it's not passed. And when they raise rates, what are they doing? They're just further shooting themselves in the foot because they're further devaluing the collateral. Then they're further eroding the fact that all this money that's sitting at the big banks or at the banks, not that I love the big banks, but they're moving it away from the banks. Then when the banks have less money, that's less money they can lend against. And when and the only reason all the plates keep spinning of this entire economy, this entire false facade of everything that's going on is the ability for the U.S. government to issue more debt, for the Federal Reserve and Treasury to get deeper and deeper into debt, Americans getting deeper into debt. But if banks are not lending, well, then that whole system breaks down and everybody's screwed. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys want to go and, and start, you know, patting yourselves on the back for what a great job and how, you know, you rose, raised rates, you know, faster than anybody in, in history. Well, you know what? Faster than anybody, you should have did it uh, over 10 years ago. So, and, and you know what? And to our earlier point, there shouldn't even be a Federal Reserve. Yeah. There shouldn't even be a Federal Reserve chairman. But if there is going to be a Federal Reserve, then why don't we just choose the market? Because apparently he's just going off what the market's doing anyways. So. Yeah, well, so all of this, I think, is one big script to implode an empire, destroy the economy. First, they get the control over the populace by making them impoverished, utilizing inflation over many decades. And then when all comes home to roost and people are weakened and dependent and uh, in, in debt servitude, that is when it all comes crumbling down. They know it's not sustainable. So it's like it's kind of like socialism is used to bring in communism. They know socialism isn't going to end well. It always collapses, but it collapses into communism. So in this case, we see inflation collapse into a new world reserve currency system out of desperation because most people don't understand money. So they, you know, if you don't understand the money, then the people who control the money, who make the money, who print the money, control you. And so, what's going to happen next? There, well, it's pretty obvious. You have the collapse of the monetary system and the creation of a new one. Hegelian dialectic problem reaction solution repeat at the same time as they destroy the supply chain, at the same time as they destroy the energy grid, at the same time as they destroy all these other entities um, of, of that are that people are dependent on, the housing market, etc. They have World War III. They demoralize society. They put little boys in dresses. They do all these things at the same time and just in time to come in with a solution of, like, say, a 15-minute city, which I'll be in England right away reporting on the ground at a 15-minute city in Oxford, uh, assuming I could get there. And, of course, the idea is to put everyone into a small little area, um, basically lock people in. You're allowed out, but you have to ask permission from the government. It's going to affect your carbon credit score. And the end goal of all this is a central bank digital currency that controls your every move, your travel, what you buy, what you eat. And then in, in the control collapse of the supply chain and the energy grid, you then end up dependent on food rations based on what, you know, how much meat you eat. And, you know, it's going to be infused with mRNA as well. This is why we need to completely withdraw from the system. This is why I say one of the most important things anyone could do is not keep all their money in the bank. That's why I say one of the most important things anyone could do is buy gold and silver, get privacy coins, stuff like that. Not investment advice, just my personal opinion. And of course, get storable food, get electricity, get all these things that will like food, water, shelter, self-defense. You're not gathering things for the toughest guy on the block in gold and silver, in my opinion, and privacy coins. Again, 
Uh, the idea is that when we are watching this control collapse of the economy and the move into a new world reserve currency system, this is going to be one of the most tyrannical moves in human history. This is the Tower of Babel, if you will, and they've been working hard to create this environment for a very, very long time. And now we're here, and now it's time for people to do something about it and not wait until it's too late to do something about it. If you want to become a client of Tim Pachotes, of course, you could go to the libertyadvisor.com and you could also go to the bit.ly link that I mentioned earlier where you can sign up for a new a free initial consultation, a free portfolio review if you're in the United States. Again, this is one of the most important things you could do. Take pride and take control over your finances before everything you work so hard for is wiped out by a bunch of uh, psychopathic globalists. It's it's quite clear. This is where we're going and your money isn't safe in the banks. And of course, you know, there's so many other ways to prevail over this, but it all takes every individual watching to maintain their own very humanity, which is based in individualism, freedom, etc. So it comes down to all of you watching. And I know a lot of you out there are doing something about it. I know a lot of, of you out there are making the smart choices to get around this great reset. But in the meantime, there's a lot of people out there, I would say the majority of people out there that are not taking this seriously enough and are waiting until the last moment on this. So I urge people again, go sign up for Tim's site over here, get the free initial consultation. And I'm going to finish it off right here by pointing out one of the most important currencies you could possibly have. And the original currency of all mankind is food. So again, we have heavensharvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of these products in the US. And even if you are, if you don't qualify, I still urge you to do this. We're all about solutions. We have these problems. It's time we as individuals apply solutions, seeds, all this kind of stuff. It could save your life. So again, we have that. We have fully organic food. That's code WAM, W-A-M. We also have whamsurvival.com for long-term survival foods as well. Save a bunch of money if you go through us on there. And we have Lion Energy links below for batteries and solar panels. And of course, as always, we have these the health options, rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetrile online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricots seeds, laetrile, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. We're going to get back at you guys with a lot more on the subject matter. There's always more to dig into here as always, but you know what? You know, there's so many stories coming out right now, Tim, and it's impossible to go all over all of it in one video. And we find ourselves saying the same thing we said in past videos over and over again, because it's like there's always new viewers. There's always people that we need to reach with this kind of mobilization. But, uh, you know, as we finish this off, Tim, any any ideas for people out there that are worried about, you know, where this is going and what they need to do about this and how you can help in, in uh, supporting them through this? Uh, so every other week, I give a private client webinar. And so I just did one yesterday that really went over, you know, just the basically all the information that I've taken in of where things are going, what people can do, and really taking a look at that 100,000 foot view. And so we are going to post uh, at least the first half of that private client webinar. And I think that if people go and they check that out and they see, you know, exactly what's going on, because everyone's always fighting that last war. They're fighting right. 2008. They're fighting what happened in 2020 in the dot-com bubble. But when the currency collapses, it is a different set of circumstances than when than a housing collapse. And because this might be the last one. I mean, there's so many ways so many times that we've kicked the can down the road as a country and as a society that this time there's nowhere left to kick because the dollar is more than likely going to lose reserve currency status you're going to see the bricks and then you're going to see a whole lot of other things uh happen so i use a lot of macroeconomic data in this uh presentation and this is really where i'm giving the best a plus work so what i would do is i would uh you know take a look out 
for that video, that's going to be forthcoming here on Wham. And that would mm -hmm. be my April 26th client webinar. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably dress up the title and make it a little more sexier than that when it comes yeah. out. But uh, April anyways, I think that's what, uh, you know, if someone hears the information, they like it, they want to know more, that's probably the best thing they can do because it's, you know, current as of yesterday. And it's just, uh, you know, information you're not hearing anywhere else and presented in a way with all the charts and graphics and everything. So uh, I'd, I'd implore people to check that out. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. And, you know, there's so many ways that people can work with you and actually get some kind of financial freedom out of this uh, issue where we have most financial advisors that are just licking the boot of the establishment, the banking system and all these things. And it's important to have people outside of that box um, working hard to make sure that people aren't enslaved by this financial system, which it's the number one way you can enslave someone is with money and and you know it's money and food and both of them are can be synonymous because food has been money for a long time look as what, well what they're doing with the food and look what they've already done with the money so. yeah exactly if you so, want to call it food i mean yeah yes. i know it's combined effort my friends and it's all about getting prepared today so stand up for your humanity as always if you want to help support us uh we have links in the description i'm heading to new york city right away as well as england to report on 15 minute cities and all that and hopefully report on some protests in europe that no one's reporting on on the ground we like to record history before it's too late before the revisionists have their way with it and destroy all the evidence so it's my job is to spend all my money and have nothing left in order and go into debt in order to get the truth out there because the truth is more important but we could use the help so we have gogetfunding.com patreon subscribe star we have a bitcoin address we have a cointree link and we have a bunch of different cryptocurrencies at that cointree link as a financial um, advisor yeah. i don't recommend that strategy but okay yeah yeah as a financial advisor he doesn't but you know what it's a sacrifice i'm willing to to make because at the end of the day, um, I think the the best kind of wealth is you know uh, you know self respect and uh, truth and freedom and it all is synonymous really uh, freedom is synonymous synonymous with individual responsibility which is a basis of humanity itself and that is something that I'm happy to be proud to do even if it is self destructive it's about getting that information out for people and hopefully changing the world so we have all those ways that you can help support us below and we have privacy coins etc at that Cointree link um, I have an epic fund me campaign where you could donate in uh, epic cash privacy coin based on the Mimble Wimble protocol and of course I have a Teespring store with merchandise I have a Rockfin channel World Alternative Media we have a newsletter www.imband.com takes two seconds to sign up with your email and of course Tim is on uh, Telegram over at the Liberty Advisor official well it's Liberty Advisor official chat and then there is the Liberty Advisor as well if you just go to Liberty the Liberty Advisor show.com has the links of everything that I'm putting out there so the Excellent, Liberty yeah. Advisor show I've gotten off all social media and I just have you know a small following on Telegram now I've had a you know thirty five thousand channel on uh, what should we call it on Facebook it nuked years ago so yeah yeah well yeah, it's we all we're all in the same boat here and it's actually going in a pretty good direction I have to say uh, despite all the censorship um, we're on Telegram Band Off Video Bitchute Odyssey Rumble and Brighton at World Alternative Media we're on Hive Steam it and Vigilante TV at, at Josh Sigurdsson and we're on the bad guys TikTok and Instagram. World Alternative Media, Twitter and Getter at, at World Alt Media, and of course, I'm on YouTube at Ancient Wonders. Yes, I can't stand YouTube, but here's the thing. I'm trying to get out there um, with my ancient civilization stuff so we can mobilize new people for the truth in all aspects, and of course, that um, YouTube channel has my face as a picture. Do not click, uh, do not subscribe to the one with the pyramid as the image. That guy just stole the channel, my, my channel name, and is trying to post the same kind of content. 
um, while I'm actually risking my life going to places to report on some of this stuff. So um, make sure to subscribe to Ancient Wonders on YouTube. And of course, um, we're on all the major podcast platforms, Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and World Alternative Media. And of course, hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell, and hit subscribe if you have not yet already. Live by example, my friends. Live freely always against this great reset, against this Tower of Babel. We will prevail, but first it comes down to what do you do next? Until next time, this is Josh Sigurdsson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change.